Welcome back to another episode of the Liberated Mind Show. This is episode 25. We're your host, JYDNK. And today we will be discussing the aftermath of the inauguration in the United States of America 2021. All right. Thanks, Kay. Um, all right, let's jump right in. Um, <clears throat> first question. Uh, Hugh Sire relief swept the country on Wednesday because of 45 leaving the office. Uh, do you share that sentiment? I'll, I'll, I'll start this one off. A huge sigh of relief. Um, I don't necessarily think it's a sigh of relief. I think it's more or less um, just, all right, glad all that bullshit with the stolen election is over. I think that's what that was about. Because in all actuality, we, we this isn't the first inauguration for most of us. Well, if you can speak, you can speak um, pretty much, I don't think this is your first inauguration. So it's like we ran into the maniac, the dictator, whatever you want to call him. And basically, for the past four years, we've just gotten used to the crazy. So I think once the inauguration got here, we were just like, all right, what, what what's crazy going to happen today? You know? But I don't think, um, I think once once everything, I think the minute that man left eight, eight nine o'clock in the morning, I think maybe that could have been your, your huge sigh of relief. But honestly, I don't think it had anything to do with the inauguration. I just think we were just like, all right, this man's been silenced. He had been silenced from social media. And I think that pretty much put a cap on anything, you know, anything having to do with him because... You know, normally he's out there just bitching. So I, I, I think people were just like, all right, we're just sick of it. Let's just get it over with. And then hopefully we don't have to, we can just say it tonight wake up. I don't know. I don't know. I might have gone in circles, but hopefully that made sense to somebody. No, that made sense. What about you, I Sigh of relief. Now, that's an interesting term because no, not, I mean, yes and no. It's like, it's, it's almost, I guess that's how people explain the term bittersweet. It's like, yes, I'm happy that this one particular human is not in charge of this part of the world, but am I 100% happy about the alternate that will be taken over for this human? No. Like, I just, I in general don't like the idea of one person having all that power. And it's hard to forget that our current president kind of did some not so good things to the black community in the past. Mm-hmm. 
So it's it's kind of hard to be like, ah. <sighs> like, I think my sigh of relief will come when everybody is um, spiritually awakened. Yeah. I definitely understand that. All right, so. What do you think, Jay? Um, I can see why it would be a sigh of relief because of how horrible um, Trump was running things, like with COVID and just everything. His response to things was so immature for somebody in that position. Even though I know the president is just a figurehead. And don't really got like all that power, but in his mind, he thought he had power, and he really did because he influenced people to do some horrible things, like having an insurrection at the Capitol. So I can see why there would be a sigh of relief, and I kind of I kind of share the sentiment, but I know how politics work, so it's like Democrat Republican. The two sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to wait and see what happens with this administration. And I'm hoping that it can't be no worse than the last one. I agree 100%. Like, I just want to, I don't feel like, I'm trying to get away from labeling things good and bad, but. Like you said, I'm just going to see what's going on there. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so so far Biden has rolled back about twenty of um Trump's policies, which has in turn uh helped many people. Um, do you see this as the beginning of a solid presidency that will benefit us all? Or is this just uh more more of the same when it comes to politics. Oh, me personally, I see this as people trying to create an image for, I guess they would say, the American people. That's that's literally all I see it is. People talking big stuff. I mean, okay. He did some stuff. We have yet to see how it's going to really affect people. I'm going to say that. It literally just happened. So we have yet to see if it's really going to affect change. And I'm interested in seeing it. I'm optimistic, but and you're saying it helped a lot of people. I'm trying to figure out what people. I mean, which was, people was, like you talking about? Because specifically, he wrote back like the stuff about the 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 building of the wall. He stopped that. He um changed us changed some things about like the immigration policies and stuff, and um the dreamers and stuff like that. Muslim ban. Yeah, Muslim ban and all kind. It was it was a lot of like. Okay, might not, might not, might not present a theory. <laughs> this is just a theory. 
might he have appeared to prevent some things that were already prevented because of COVID? I mean, people can still travel. Yeah. There's still international travel. Okay. Well, I guess you would call it a hyperbole then. Mm-hmm. An exaggeration. I guess we could just call it an exaggeration. Exaggeration of the facts. I, I will have to disagree. And reason being, because the... I can see how it can be perceived as such, is what you just mm-hmm. meant. But at the same time, it's like clean energy was something that the previous administration could care less about. And we know he was living in like the, the rock ages with, I want to bring back coal. I want to bring back um, fracking to look for oil. All these outdated shit that we know is just ways of getting polluting the earth. You know what I mean? So it's like um, at this point, I just feel like he went in there and he, the things, they were executive orders. So that was easy to say, you know what? This guy is stupid to even do this. That's why he never introduced it to Congress because he knew that it was just bullshit to begin with. So it's like, all right. Why continue this? Why even have this shit in policy? Let's just erase it. We know what the type of um, person we were dealing with. So yeah, it's immediately people in, involved in that Keystone Pipeline. Guess what? It immediately affects them because now they're going to be unemployed. Until we move on to newer forms of clean energy and they get hired in that degree. But um, the... One of the other aspects, um, the, the dreamer ban, people who are dreamers all of a sudden had to go back to countries that they don't even remember. Or they never been to. Or never been to. So it's like, that's who it's immediately affecting. So yeah, I think um, it immediately is making situations either good or bad. So are you saying that those people will now be allowed to come back? Is that how it's affecting well, them? I don't or, know. If or that they're just not doing it to anyone else. That second part, you lost me. What do you mean by they're not allowed to do anything? Oh, you're talking about I'm as asking, far as... With, with what you said, he overturned these executive orders. Mm-hmm. So if I'm from, if I've already been sent away, does that mean you guys are going to now come look for me and tell me, oh, come back? Like no, but, no. I I well, I don't know. It's possibility so that it could come back. Does that mean that basically what I'm trying to say is? Does it mean that what was done can be undone? No. I so mean, it's, poss- it's possible because some of them may be interested in coming back, and they may not, do come. Yeah, not only that, but some of them, um, like Kay was saying, were actually born here, but may have immigrant parents. And they were sent to a country that they themselves have never been to. So in those cases, it would be easier to kind of locate them. Mm. And they would be able to come back because it wouldn't really cost anything. It's not like they would have to get a visa because they're actually citizens. True. I mean, I I, I see that. 
being a positive. I see that being a positive. What I'm saying is sometimes I feel like systems are put into place to um, purposely distract and deflect from other things that are happening. And I think it's beautifully strategic way of distracting low-level thinkers. But I think people who are um, who think on a higher level, they understand that there's almost always, not even almost, there's always a bigger picture than what's being shown to the to the public. Because you gotta understand the reason that they even have a title for like public versus private is for, it gotta be for a reason, right? Like why is it public and then the private? Like you got public schools and private schools. Like why would that exist? It exists for a reason. So what I mean when I'm expressing this idea is <laughs> you gotta understand that there are some ideas that the private will never present to the public. Um, I'm going to just stop there because the way my brain working right now, because I can go in several different directions. But I was just saying like, yeah, this is awesome that Trump is out, but that don't mean he wasn't strategically put in so that this next person can be put in to appear more pleasant than he actually is. Because when you look at his history, he's really not. I mean, people change, but when you look at, if you, if you were to go based off his history of behavior, he wouldn't have been an ideal democratic candidate. Mm. Wow. If you look at the history. So it's like, now that he is the ideal democratic candidate, I just wonder, I don't know. I look at things, I told y'all my brain worked different. So I'm gonna just stop. <laughs> and I told y'all I can go several different directions. No, what you but, said, I agree. I agree with because um, in most laws or policies that they pass, there's always hidden agendas included in those things. So it may be um, a bill, something that the public, the majority of the public wants. But within that bill, it'll be something that has nothing to do with the major layout of the bill is but they sneak it in there and then you don't find out about it till like years later so I, I definitely agree it's always the esoteric agenda well I agree with I agree with what both of you said I just have a question so when he's undoing executive orders is it I don't know what the process is that allows it to happen so is it like, okay, executive order he brings in, and is it like, does he just sign it to say, okay, this is now abolished, or whatever the case is? Or is it him putting in, like you were saying, putting in... You know what's so awesome about you asking that question and making the statement that you made? What's that? I believe... And this is just my opinion and my belief that 85% of the American people have that same question. They're not, they don't know. They're ignorant. (laughs) 
So if if with with my theory and my hypothesis of 85% of the people not knowing the answer to that same question, would it not be in his favor to do those things with the knowledge that we don't have if knowing that these things may or may not come to fruition? Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, you see how you just asked that question, like, well, how does it work? I don't know how it works. Mm -hmm. I believe, I don't know how it works either. I'm being honest. I don't know how that works for a new president to overturn a former president's executive orders. It's it's probably very few precedents. And the precedents that there are, you probably got to go and really, really look them up. So with that being said, wouldn't that also be like a strategic chess move for the people in power to make? If you were to like really break it down, like wouldn't that be a super strategic chess move? Like if this is a game of chess. <laughs> First, let me make you think that I'm on your team. Then let me operate in ways that you don't understand, that I know you don't understand. Like with rules to the game that I know weren't explained to you, but there are official rules. Because there are unprecedented rules or rules that you just like, like it, it, it's not something that's common. It's not common knowledge. So wouldn't it also be another strategic move? So let's put him in there. Let's say, all right, you're going to overturn, you're going to do this, but you're going to do it and it ain't really going to happen. Like I don't need, I can't even explain my thoughts. So I'm just shouldn't. I think, um, I'm not 100% sure about it, but I know the way that they phrase it is always um, he's rolling back Trump's previous policies or he's um, repealing it and stuff like that. So the way it looked from the picture I saw, it looked like new executive orders were drawn up that overrides the previous executive orders. So, I mean, that's generally how I, I'm interpreting it. But I also, you know what it is? The reason I ask that is because this time four years ago, I don't know if he did it on his first few hours like Biden just did. But remember, Trump went in there because they kept saying he wants to erase the Obama legacy, the mm-hmm. Obama presidency. So he went in there and all those were Obama executive orders. Mm-hmm. That's why he was able to undo them. Yeah. So now it's like, that's why I'm trying to figure out is the process like, Oh, I abolished this. Therefore, like you said, the rolling back method, like a Walmart rollback, is it going back to Obama policy? Or is it he's able to make an addendum? You know what I'm saying? I think he can. I think I think essentially what's happening now is that it's getting rolled back to Obama's policies. But right. I think in those or the new orders, he can add in stuff if he wants to. So so undoing an executive order is an executive order essentially. 
pretty much. That's why that's why um Trump was never able to dismantle um the health care that Obama had in place because that wasn't an executive order. That was something that was actually passed mm-hmm. through Congress and everything. So that's why all four, all four years he was never able to deliver on that promise of this new health care, blah, 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 whatever, because he couldn't get it. No, like the courts to, um, you know, agree with him. Gotcha. So, um, all right, next question. Let's, um, discuss Kamala Harris. Um, you know, much like Obama, she's a positive, uh, visual for African children to see. So, Leaving her past record in California out of it, because that's that's an easy route to uh, go with. How do you see her presently, and what does she represent in your opinion? Let me. I'll, I'll jump on this first idea. Do you notice something with us? And by us, I mean just people in general. It's like in one. In one case, because this is this isn't just um, this isn't like a personal attack or anything. What you just said, I'm just noticing uh, discussions I've heard. But it's like with Biden, it's like you know what he's he's changed. So it's like yeah, he did this, but guess what? We should give him the benefit of change. But with Kamala, it's like yo, you remember what she did, right? Oh, you can't. Now you can't trust her. Look at what she did. So it's like, which one is it? And what biases are in that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what that's why that's what definitely why I phrased it that way. Because so many people choose to dwell on her past instead of just what what do you see now? What does she represent right now? I, like I think the way you word it is perfectly. It's symbolism at this point because how many vice presidents coming out of a presidency do we say, yeah, this person did A, B, and C? As vice president, do we even know what exact power do they have? Or are they just playing as the, the backup to the president? That is their role. They don't have any type of power to institute any type of law or anything. You know what I mean? All they can, I, I mean, I guess if there's a tie in the Senate, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They can come in and cast their vote, but other than that, what does a vice president do? You know what I mean? So, like I said, it's symbolism at this point, and hopefully, he does her whatever it is a vice president does. Because I can't tell you what Al Gore did, George Bush, and so forth. I can't tell you what all these people did. So, I mean. Right now, I guess it's just the symbol. She's an icon as the first female VP, as the first uh, black VP, and as the first South, what are they saying? South, Southwest Asian? South Asian. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I guess right now it's just the symbol of, it's funny how many boxes they use to check her off. But if she were driving, a cop would just pull her over and, uh, Box number one, black woman. But yeah. that's here nor there. 
<laughs> That's here nor there. But you notice how many boxes they can check off just to say, well, look, you did all that. Mm-hmm. Mission complete. We gave it to you. Now let's shit go back in place the way it was supposed to be. Um, I'm just saying, right now, I just say, right now, she's just seen as a, a symbol. It's another Obama thing. It's a symbol of hope. And look, like, what's the new tag going around? My vice president looks like me. What Obama is, is my president that's a, was black. That may be her whole purpose. Just so that they can say, we gave you that. I mean, I'm not trying to be like a pessimist. I'm just saying, if to answer your question, I, like I said, I don't know what a VP really does, what their role is. But I know there's so many boxes depending upon and we know how the news travels depending upon what region is how they're reported so if she's in a if we go to like north jersey they're gonna say she's the first asian vice president or she's the first more specific she's the first indian vice president mm-hmm. the united states has had you know what i'm saying yeah. whereas they go to philly she's gonna be the first black or if she's out if they're advertising, not advertising, but if the news is in the Midwest, she's the first woman. Mm-hmm. You know, there's different headlines, especially back in the day there was new newspapers, no internet. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, the way that they're parading her around, it's just, they just want to throw that first in there and knock, and then it's a consultation prize. Like, here you go. Oh, yeah, she's also Indian and Black. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Think he said he's. You can wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he definitely did. Uh, I agree with everything. <laughs> Basically, just huh. imagery. Mm-hmm. Just uh, All right. So this is a um a more general question. Uh, while we can agree that uh Trump was destructive to this country. Do you believe politicians can ever truly fix the issues with uh with America or is it too deep root deeply rooted uh systemically to be repaired without overhauling the system? Mm, that's a great question. Who wrote that? You wrote that question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you sat down and thought about that one. That's like three parts. Um Go back to the first part. <laughs> but do you believe uh, politicians can truly fix the issues within this country? No, I don't. What was the second part? Or, or do you want me to elaborate? <laughs> no, I mean, you can probably elaborate once I say this part. Or is it too deeply rooted systemically to be repaired without overhauling the system? It's not too deeply rooted without overhauling the system. I don't. I don't believe that but i also don't believe that a politician um would be the one to lead individuals out of it but was the third part was it the third part that was it yeah oh well yeah that's it no i don't think a politician can lead um the people out of i don't i just don't think so because they have to lead by example. Because in order to lead people out of something, you have to lead by example. You have to first walk the path. 
and create the path. It's like walking in the snow. You got to be the first. If you're going to lead, you got to be the, the first person to make those footsteps in the snow. And if the snow is two feet high, which it, which it is right around now in 2021, it's like about five feet. Do you see any president or any wealthy person, for that matter, or any 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 prominent individual doing that? I don't see not one. Um, I don't see not one person getting down in the trenches and being willing to lead by example. I think being a politician is, you know, by definition, it's like you're supposed to lie about your image. <laughs> so. And I don't think anybody that has to lie about their image should be leading any group of people out of nowhere mm. or should be leading, really. But society has chosen politicians as leaders. And I ain't even fucking sure, but I don't think people that should have to be fake should be leading anything. That's just my thing. So that's why my answer is no. And why do I think no? Um, it's not like without it being overrun. I think if you have the right person, like a spiritual leader, then they can find the right tools and methods because they're not concerned with, you know, looking good and all of the other stuff that politicians are concerned with. So that's why my answer was no to the second one. I think that somebody else other than a politician can do it. But no, I don't think a politician can do it. About you, okay? I, I agree. I agree. And I just want to add, like, I feel as though issues is so broad that the way idea answered it, if it's just pertaining to a specific, well, not pertaining to a specific. Now that I'm speaking on it, hold on. Something just hit me. So, you're saying basically, if there's an issue, can we look to the political leaders to get us out of that, right? Mm -hmm. Resolve that issue. Mm -hmm. We have so many laws on, not so many laws, but of recent, we've had all these hate, hate crimes. So now you have laws that were supposed to stop hate. Hear me out. Hate has been around since the beginning of time, right? Then they threw, then they made up a, a, a racial aspect of it. And then you called it hate crime. Anytime you hear hate crime, it's always involving race, sexuality, gender. So these are things, these are intangible things that people based off of what they think or what they feel. So how is a political leader gonna make me stop feeling a certain way? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I think it's absurd. I think the only way that that can stop is if people just say, okay, I'm gonna stop doing that. Basically, it's when the person's ready to stop whatever it is. It's not like a homicide. A homicide is straight up. It's an action. You can't stop a thought process. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, 
the process to hate, I don't know what goes in there as far as what they brew up in their mind, but there's nothing a politician can can tell you that's going to stop that immediately. It's up to you. You just know, hey, if I do this, I know that there's a law. Murder, you know, basically someone goes out and commits a murder. It wasn't them sitting around thinking about it or saying, you know what? I'm not going to give this person, I'm not going to give this person a bottle of water because I don't like the way they look. No, this is somebody you straight up said, the hell with it, boom, I'm going to kill you. So what we have, what we have to stop that is bullets, bullets and police. And sometimes they make it to jail, whatever the case is. But with me just saying, I don't like somebody because they want to be called a female or a male. And I don't think that's not what they are. You can't stop someone's thought process. All you can do is just punish them for something you have to prove. You have to prove it. You have to prove that they did this type of act that was against the law. Whereas, like I said, with murder, somebody can murder somebody. There's proof somebody. When I say proof, I know it's kind of counter, um, counter acting what I've said, but I don't know how to explain it any better. But it's, it's something tangible. Whereas the others are intangible is all I'm trying to say. So I don't think, I don't think so now. I don't think so. To a degree, like I said, it depends specifically. If we're talking about something that's like a, a tax, a tax, yeah, you can say, yeah, you can look to political leaders because that's something that they can influence directly. So it's like a yes and no, because I said it depends on what that issue is. But for these other issues, Outside of, I guess, what we would consider like traditional politics, which is taxes and jobs. What else do they always go to? I don't know. Um, it's all monetary stuff at the end of the day, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Raising the minimum wage. Right. So those are issues that they can directly affect. And you can look to them to resolve. But the other, I think you're dealing with too many variables it's outside what they can do because you're dealing with people's thoughts whereas i know one dollar is equal to one dollar or i know i don't want to be taxed two percent therefore hey let me bitch and complain stop this how about we meet halfway just tax one percent and they say okay boom we'll take less money from you mm-hmm. i think am i explaining it a little bit more clear now because i don't think the murder thing it's quite a good example, but I'm just saying, I think if the issue is dealing with money, that's where a politician has money and sentencing people. Mm-hmm. The amount of time you have them locked up. Those are like the main things you have people as leaders for. They take your money or they lock you up. <laughs> no, Outside of that, what else can they do? No, that's true. It, 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 what was that? What was the second part of that question? Or is the or is it too deep, too deeply rooted systemically to be repaired without overhauling the system? Yeah, I think yeah. So maybe that's yeah. But I say yes to that. So yeah, it's yeah because you're dealing with mindsets at this at this point, beliefs. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I'm all over. So you think that the system should be, it requires to be overhauled before some. It, it depends on what you want it overhauled for. So like the deep, the deep issues in the country, like the rate, the, the white supremacist, um, underbelly that kind of controls most, most of the laws and policies. So what point? If you have, if the system's been infiltrated by white supremacy, how can you expect for them to say, yeah, we're going to overhaul it? I didn't say for them to do it. So then, what are you saying? Storm the Capitol? And <laughs> <laughs> in, in a way, have, have, an, have an awakening. Right. Not, not, we don't, don't do it that way. Like the, those, those Neanderthals, but do it, do it in a, um, a more righteous way. Yeah, I feel you. Okay. Yeah. In that, in that case, I say, yeah, we take a reset button. Figuratively speaking, of course. Yeah. Yeah. What about, what do you, you got something else to say about that? Uh, all right, so the next question is, um, do you believe that Ice Cube will be called and this administration uh, will <laughs> con- will implement the contract with Black America? I forgot all about that. <laughs> Hold up. Tell me more about that. I don't believe I have all the information. Basically, um, Ice Cube and... Um, some black scholars they um came together to put together a contract with Black America that um they were gonna give to whoever was the administration after the election. So it's pretty much just key things that we need to have um to obtain equity within this country, like economically. Um, edu- educational wise, you know, things like that. I mean, it sound good, but we, you said, you said it yourself earlier in the show. Where do we all come from? Africa. So, by what means are they using to determine? Who's African and who's not? No, this this wasn't a plan. This was this was drawn. This wasn't drawn out by the administration. This was drawn up by Ice Cube, I'm guessing. So what I'm asking is, for him to be able to represent African Americans, like what's his? How does he define them? So we're basically putting in his hands how he defines African American. Like, what if I'm mixed or? What if I'm not sure, but I got brown skin? Or what if I'm Native American? Or what if I'm Indian? Well, Native Americans got reparations and they got land. Are you sure all of them did? Because I'm mixed. And my ancestors, my like my okay. parents didn't get anything for the Native Americans. Correction. And the ones the the ones that got reparations were the um the Caucasians that 
determined they they were considered Native Americans. So they were the so, ones that got the casinos and the the sacred land and all that. So what I'm saying is I'm not saying it. It's a it's a conspiracy theory, but I'm saying it. Some Native Americans who were probably more cooperative got reparations. Other Native Americans who were probably less cooperative didn't. And now, <laughs> because those individuals don't fall under either category, we get nothing. And yeah, it's yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of weird. What I'm saying is, so we're allowing mm -hmm. Ice Cube and his team of people who already are wealthy and already have been in the circles with the wealthy people. We're trusting them, not knowing if they're actually in bed with these individuals. Like, nah, you know what I mean by saying in bed? Nah, the so people, the people that he was We're with. trusting them. I'm just saying, we're trusting these people <laughs> to represent us as a whole. Who decided that? Was there a vote? I didn't vote. No, nah, there was, I mean, it was something... I mean, I I admire what they did because the people that he I said, I don't know nothing of it, the people, and that's the people why that I can't with. I can't admire it because I don't know nothing about it. Well, the people that he worked with are like, it's is this the Black World Order? I heard of them. No, no, it's people that you know. Okay, they, so that's different. that's a different group trying to do something that's trying to do the same thing he's doing. Yeah, it's like um, Dr. Boyce Watkins was one of them. It, oh like, well, oh I I follow him. Yeah, it's 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 a few. People he he that, does the uh, financial Juneteenth. Yeah, it's a, it's a few people that actually they actually do things for our community. So it's not nobody that's like in bed with anybody. But when we say our community, so if my husband is white and my children are mixed, are we excluding them? It depends if you ask Dr. Umar Johnson. I can tell you that. <laughs> I I went I actually went and and watched him and David Banner speak in person when they came to Philly. So I followed their I follow their teachings as well. So that's what I'm saying. Like I'm not a not proud African American. What I'm saying is if I so choose to have if I so choose to have children that are not, or if I am not which wouldn't be a choice of mine. Um, am I excluded? Like, if my father is white and my mother is black, am I excluded? I mean, no. Because From these even, plants? No, and how is that even, fair? Even in the Constitution, the one-drop rule applies. So. I'm just confused at how we're determining who's going to get these things and who's not going to get I these mean, things. I mean, all I think, all I think it is who is to be enslaved and what and what these things are. I mean, like, it's, it's are we allowing people who immigrated from Africa and their their line of people were never slaves? Are we allowing them also to get these things? Like, I just have not, so many yeah, questions. It's not, it's not individually based. It's it's for us collectively to get equity so like it's for us to be on equal ground like with our education our schools will become better well i want to um, see what this plan is i'm like i have so many questions before i can all right i mean i'm excited about it i mean you pose everything you're saying you, you're posing valid questions 
But at the, at the same time, it's like we have to, like I said, this is where everything gets thrown in. Because you said, well, who put him in charge to do something? He took his own initiative to make a proposal. It's because of the position he's in, his platform is why it got so many looks versus the three of us could come up with something and then people will still have that question. Well, I don't know them. What do they know about me? Why are we putting it in their hands? We, so we I don't can- want you to mistake me questioning his leadership or authority. No, I don't I- care who it was. What I'm saying is, it has to start. Somewhere. Whoever it is, I don't care who it is, whoever it is, what are they using to determine who deserves these things and who doesn't? If we've already agreed that all of us are of African descent. Because it's probably going to be based upon generations. So if you're X amount of generations here, which means you would have been affected. So here. So if I immigrated here later as an African, I wasn't affected. Huh? If I immigrated here later as an African, does that mean I wasn't affected? But like, let's say I, I immigrated here from. Uh, wait, 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 wait. There's two different questions. That's what I'm saying. I have so many questions. Answer. He said it's not an individual thing. It's okay. more or less a collective thing. Benefit from. So it's not. It's not a handout, as per se, like monetary. It's funding into things that would affect us. So. But the other part is, like you asked about immigration, which is which is where everyone says that's always brought up. But you know how that easily um, resolved? We have DNA, right? So let's say you have relatives that were here up until Civil Rights Act. What is that? Sixty-eight or so. So it proves everyone was affected at that point. If you if you immigrated afterwards. Yeah, you were still subjected to racism, but the U.S. didn't own necessarily your family unless you can prove by way of DNA. Because so, if, does that mean that my family wasn't owned? I don't, I, I, I don't deserve reparations, also. Yeah, it's gonna mean that basically. Mm-hmm. It's gonna mean that, isn't that the point? Yeah, no, not is. not to me. That wouldn't be the point. It is the point. That is the point. You can't shoot somebody if you weren't involved in that so if they're suing for um roundup if i didn't experience anything with roundup why would i be entitled to something all right if there's a car accident right on the road and i can't get to my destination that's maybe a high profile high profile destination because of this accident i shouldn't be allowed to sue the people that caused the accident for preventing me to get to my destination at the time i should have got there because mm-hmm. I wasn't personally involved in the accident. No, but that's that's different though. Reparations, reparations is for um, repairing the people. So that were it, affected by racism and no, slavery, slavery, right? Slavery. No, every everybody not every, affected necessarily that were enslaved. Yeah. This is this is any you can be affected by things that aren't necessarily in your vicinity because, like you said, people. Just for just for having melanin in your skin and migrating here, you're gonna deal with racism, correct? So we yeah. can't affect it. Is we can pinpoint. There's manifest. There's 
there's proof. This generations, like I said, it's a generational thing. It's a generational thing. But like I said, if it were up to me, I would just say it doesn't matter. We're one blood. That's the way I look at it. If you're from the Caribbean, if you're from the continent of Africa, yeah, boom. What's it to the U.S.? Because the U.S. didn't sit up and say, well, no, we don't want that one because they're not from there. It took whoever was in sight that had melanin in their skin. But like I say, this is where people start infighting, and that's why we don't progress. Because people are too worried about, well, it's just like now with these stimulus checks. There's people that are still working, but they got a stimulus check. And there's people who weren't working. Or if you're unemployed and you get that extra $600, well, why did they get it? I'm still working and I just... People worried about the wrong thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, if it can benefit us, because you don't know. You don't know. All right, let's say it was a monetary thing, right? Case in point, let's say it was a monetary thing. So there's a chance that this monetary thing puts an immigrant from Jamaica in a position to where they can open a business and provide jobs for everybody within the vicinity they, they were they grew up in or they live at. So doesn't that benefit us all at the end of the day? Repeat that. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying the people who can change things can be anybody. So exactly. Huh? The people that can change things can be anybody. Yeah. So if you're put in a position to where you're helping every, there's an apartment full of a hundred people and they're all, they're not all from, they're not all from um, North Philly. A couple of them are from Jamaica. But we say, you know what? We're going to cut a check to everybody in this apartment. Well, this person ain't from Philly. They just moved here from Jamaica. But guess what? That cat from Jamaica opens up a business and hires people within that complex. Then who's benefiting from it? Why would anybody in a complex need to work for the Jamaicans if everybody in the complex got a check? Because there's some people who don't, just like you've been at a job, some people say, I don't know, I don't want to be a manager. I'm content where I'm at. There's people who sure. just can't. I would, that was just a question. Because I'm just wondering with your analogy. If we all in the same building got a check, why well, I want to come work for you? We got the same amount of money. Because people got poor spending habits. Some people, I yeah, you're right. You're right. I didn't say it was going to be a, a check that's going to make you rich for life. It's all right. about See what I'm saying? So I guess, what was your original question, James? Um, do you believe that ISQ will, will be called and this administration will implement the contract with Black America? No. That's my answer. Yeah, and my answer is no, too, because they were ducking them before they got elected. Because I don't think it was because they're ducking up. I think because there's no real definitive way to determine who's going to get what. Well, how is it that, case in point, how is it that Israel gets billions of dollars all the time from the U.S., and the U.S. had shit to do with in those camps over there? How the fuck am I supposed to know, okay? Do I look like I work for them? <laughs> no, but that's a... I mean, but... and that, What Kay is saying... They could that, follow their lead. 
but the difference the difference is a lot of times when reparations are given to a group of people it happens sooner than later which makes it a lot easier to determine who's supposed to get what so much so much time has lapsed (laughs) so much time has lapsed and so many events have happened i believe trying to figure that out would be costly not too costly but i just think it would be more costly than anybody in the government is willing to spend because y'all gotta remember the government don't run the world we're talking to the u.s not the world well whatever the government don't even run the fucking u.s well i'll put it like this you want to be technical they don't even run the u.s you know what runs the u.s money but that's what, and that's when you're talking about giving out money to a group of people, you got to figure, like, if, if all I'm thinking is, if I'm on the side of having to give out the money, I'm going to figure out every way not to. And the easiest way to figure out not to is to not organize a how. How can they organize how to give out, what, how much, who? Like, they can't. That's why they haven't. It. It's the easiest excuse. That's what Kay was saying, though, because the U.S. pays pays a form of reparations to Israel every year. And then they also paid reparations to Japan after they bombed Japan. So they can they can Hiroshima. Do it. They, can, they can do it when they want to. But you, you're misunderstanding. They're doing it to an entire country. Like, they're cutting a check to a country. If they were to do that, to individuals within their own country, they would have to then determine who those individuals are. They're not 13% of the population. But what does that mean? Like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Like, what does that mean for mixed families is what I'm really getting to. If you have a half black, half white individual, what does that mean for that individual? Do they now get half? What the I mean, fuck? Honestly. What does honestly, that mean for honestly, the mixed person? For honestly, the super light skinned person? Honestly, at this point, honestly, at this point, I don't think that I understand that that's a question to be asked. But we have the bigger picture is that something needs to be done. Thank you. And that's, like, and that's what they're banking on. They're banking yeah. on all of this. Like I say, they're banking on it because at the end of the day, it's like, like, like you just mentioned, my dear, is time. You said so much time has passed. Well, guess what? This is the first time where we're actually hearing it on a national platform to where the people that were running for office or in office had to at least acknowledge it. So it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, um, you mean right. this is the first time you're hearing it? No, I'm saying this is the first time it's being acknowledged. To where they're admitting <laughs> to the world. They're admitting what? They ain't did shit yet. No, but you pre hype. No, no, listen, listen to what he's saying. You this, what I said. Yeah, say, say it's it the again. First time that they've been pressed to the point where they even bring up reparations. When, all right, name name me a time when Bill Clinton and uh, George Bush spoke about reparations concerning African Americans. 
So are you saying that Joe Biden spoke about reparations? He said the word. That was that was during the primaries. That's literally all the Democrat Bernie Sanders, etc. They were asked the question. It was brought up on the national platform. I I just said Joe Biden said he's giving reparations to black people. He said no, that. That's, no, that's no. He, he said he said that this is the first time that it was brought up in conversation during the presidential. I don't believe that. A, I do not believe that. I believe it's the first time it was televised. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, that's what we're saying. Yeah, on the is platform. that what you're saying? Yeah, it's the, the first platform. time it was televised. Yeah. The first time that they're saying it for the world to hear is what we're saying. But that don't mean shit. Just because the world hear it don't mean shit. The world been seeing our oppression for years and ain't shit happened. So, whoop de doo. The world has heard another fucking thing. Whoop de fucking do. You really think something gonna happen? Oh, no, you agreed with me. You said no. So, yeah, we all in agreement. Hell, no. it's a I good thing he's, he's trying. I think it's cool that Ice Cube is trying. <laughs> I think it's cool. But I don't think he's going to get no results. He might get minimal results. I think getting a result is, like, how do you come? I think coming to a result would be, extremely difficult because of the because of the dynamics because of the interracial dynamics like it's, it's going to be too hard to determine who's supposed to get reparations personally i think it's going to be hard to determine who's supposed to get reparations it's not you thomas jefferson most of them people had quote unquote mixed kids they were still hey, enslaved so undocumented somebody, undocumented undocumented what do you say? Undocumented. I said undocumented. What's undocumented? Undocumented children, meaning that unless a DNA test is performed, is no way of knowing. That's and we have that. Don't we have that technology? That's what I mentioned. That was my first thing. I said we have DNA because even when it comes to immigrants, because guess what? People are gonna find out they're related to immigrant families from other, from countries in West Africa. Therefore. You can't necessarily discount somebody because guess what? Someone took a relative of yours. But anyway, back to this. This is it. This is it. Exactly. So, Dale, do we start paying buddies to people in Africa for still of their family members? Well, if somebody wants to take that on, they can take that on. We're talking about reparations for African Americans here. So, but this, reparations for African Americans here have to also, it, it, doesn't it also include, like, what if I was here and then I moved back to Africa? Am I not entitled? Liberia. So, in that case, then what? I'm not entitled? We to have, reparations? All right, let, let me, all right. Because I, I left the saying. place that was oppressing me. You have, you have to have I'm a time. I'm not trying to be a contrarian. No, I'm no, just I'm just saying, hear me I out. Think it won't work. Well, everything, every, any idea people are going to say, this might work, this might not work. So that's nothing I, out of the ordinary. You know what I'm saying? So my whole point is, you have to have, you have to have a time frame. So that's why I said up to, if you say up to the Civil Rights Act or whatever, you have DNA. 
And you have, we have records of people's families saying, hey, this is where such and such lived to that. So you know who's related to what family. Therefore, you do that. So if somebody's mixed, they're still coming from, they still have an African side of the family. So it would not matter if they are mixed per se. So I don't think someone, I don't understand how that comes into play. And as far as who gets what, what, it would be if it's in the monetary or if it's in the form of, look at what they did with the Native American. They gave land and tax cut. If it's in that type of form, it would be, it would be equal distribution of whatever it is. So it's not no, well, I had it harder than you. No, because the whole point of it is, is just to put us in a position to where, okay, we can level up. We're catching up. It's not going to completely take care of everything, but we know you always got to hit people in their pockets. That's what it all boils down to. It's like acknowledge what this is because that's the only way in a capitalistic society, it's all about the dollar. So that's what the concern is about, bottom line. And people were saying previous to this stimulus check, the U.S. will never give out that much money. Look at our population here. Even if you include everybody to what our population is now, that money, if it went to everybody that, like I said, you could trace back starting from the 68, going back, if there was, that money was more, that, that, that was probably more than what we would have received for the amount of U.S. citizens that ended up receiving it. So the money's there and it's possible. So it was just- How do you determine the amount though? Huh? How would they determine an amount? Would it depend on how many people die in your family line? Um, like, like, how would they even determine in a meal? You're, you're speaking from using today's terms. If it were a set, if it was, okay. Because it is today. No, you can't base it off. All right, let me, I'm trying to think of a better way to word what I'm saying. Because you're taking in, you're taking into consideration, like, partialities and like i said there's no way to measure that it's just like you and i can witness something or be exposed to something and how i deal with it may be different from yours it may be a harder time on you whatever the case is but the whole point is we both experienced it and listen to make things right maybe your your family for the next four generations pays no type of um, property tax pays. It's ways to make people financially equal because that's what slavery did. It was free work aside from all the psychological damage it caused, because that's a whole nother thing. That's nothing that any amount of dollar can fix. But my whole point is it's to give us some type of, some type of starting point to build wealth here. That's what it's all about. That's what the whole point of reparations is because that's what continues to have us behind in this race called life. I agree with you. And like I said, we can't sit up here and say, we can't drill down. I know you're saying, well, who is it going to? You're bringing up, this is, I, I call those distractions. I'm asking a, you're actually right. I'm asking a lot of contrarian questions. And those aren't the right questions. I should be asking more no, encouraging but, questions. But those questions that you ask are what's always brought up whenever this is brought up for discussion. 
but you're right there are different possibilities there are different things there are ways that this can work and it can be navigated um do i think the government is interested in exploring those ways no but i do i do agree that there is a possibility that it can work even with with all of those questions answered i do believe there is a way that it could definitely possibly work even in today i'm sure that they could figure it out um do i think they will absolutely not i i have no I have zero confidence in it. I have zero confidence in the proposal he wrote. Um, <laughs> I only got like 50% confidence in the president-elect, to be honest. So. I, I doubt it's anything we're going to see in our lifetime. But I think eventually something's going to be done. It may not be what was expected, but something's going to be done because just on the just if you look at the the demographics the demographics is changing and i think that's what will make it possible at the end of the day because another thing is uh people of puerto rican ethnicity are now saying well what about us there were slaves in puerto rico katie your mixed statement but the like you said the enslaved people were in puerto rico puerto rico it's part of the Caribbean. Yeah, it's a U.S. territory now, but at the time, it was part of the Caribbean. So that answer would be no. That's an easy one for me. I'm just saying. That's an easy one for me because that, that's something different. There were like, because also, in the same breath, then Irish people, well, what about us? We get, So like I said, there's so many, what about us? What about us? But And that was my point. Right, but can you name any other place in the world where a people were enslaved and remained there afterwards? Who were they? I, with? I, I cannot because I really don't know much about history. Like I don't, I don't really, I don't know much about history. Like not even American history, to be honest. Um, I talk about my feelings a lot and the stuff that I kind of do know, which ain't much, but. Yeah, I don't know a lot about history. So, no, I can't name any other place where uh, people were enslaved and re and stayed there. I, I, and no other such place w existed where they gave them reparations either. It's called Germany. Look, oh, Germany? That's another show. Look, look at what... You can just do a Google search on how Germany... Post World War II, how they handled everything. That's all I can say. What, did they handle it immediately or like 400 years later? No, it wasn't 400 years. It was like, it was closer to the time that the actual insurgency happened, right? Well, when the, um, what year did the, when, when did the Holocaust take place? I told you I don't know shit about history, so I'm not you the one that's going World War Two, yeah. World War Two, yeah. So forty-two onward. But I just put it like this: you, I like what you're saying as far as what you're bringing up, an opposing view when it comes to that. Because to answer your question, within the past, <clears throat> the past eight to ten years, the shit that we've seen with our own eyes, 
Tamir Rice. They rolled up on him and, and killed him. You've seen that on video, right? What did they do to write that? How much time? And that was right now. So at the end of the day, what's the constant in all of the, those situations? It's They don't give a fuck. Well, therefore, time, like I say, time's not a factor in it. Time is not a factor in it. And every day they're saying, oh, well, this came out to be true that there was racism involved in this. When for so long they saying, no, that wasn't the case. Or we found out that the chief of police was a proud boy. The person, I know there was a, 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 one of these officers was in charge of the diversity program. And they found out he was part of these like three percenters or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, they found out, quote unquote, let me put that there. So my point is, the the thing to continue to do. If I know that, if I know that I have a a person that has no type of power over me, systemically, I can dog the shit out of them for as long as I want, and say, piss on them, and say it's raining. And guess what? There's nothing they can do but just complain. And that's exactly that's what it all boils down to. Yeah. True. All right, so. so I feel like with that, we can just choose to take the situations that we have and live peacefully within those situations. Like, be okay with and know that the universe is still perfect. Like, Everything is still happening the way it's supposed to happen. Just because it's not happening in our generation don't mean it's not being set up to happen in a couple generations down the line. For example, you got to think back, like, how much we've progressed since the 40s and 50s and 60s and 70s. Like, I'm just really being honest. I don't think nothing going to happen really um, – in the next 20, 30 years, like, significant. But that don't mean nothing not going to happen in the next 50 or 100 years that's really significant. So I think if we learn to be comfortable with what is instead of labeling labeling it good or bad, because we don't know what the fuck it is. We don't know what what type of monster um, this is creating in people. Like, I've seen a fire because of everything that's been happening. I've seen a the fire lit in some people that I know for sure would have never been lit had all this shit not happened and transpired the way that it transpired. So we just got to trust the universe, I think, because you don't, we don't know what's going, what, what shit going to be in 50 years or 25 or whatever, whatever. So, yeah, it wasn't fair for me to say that his little proposal won't work. I'm just saying I don't think it will. But <laughs> why you call it his little proposal though? Because um, <laughs> because I be, you want to know why? Because I haven't heard of it, and I feel like if I haven't heard of it, it wasn't marketed well enough. Honestly. So that's why I'm calling it his little proposal because 
How the fuck I didn't hear about this shit? What did you I know, and I'm, I guarantee you, I'm going to go and tell some a bunch of other motherfuckers about it and they ain't hear about this shit either. I don't know. They was talking about it pretty How the fuck he promote his music? They were talking about it last year? Like Where? The, like, Where? Between Where? everywhere. It was he like was between doing interviews everywhere. Yeah, he was on he was on all different news outlets and stuff doing interviews about it. And they kept questioning him about uh why he took it to both Trump and Biden. Mm-hmm. Why oh, I think I did see that. You know what? I think I did see it. Mm-hmm. I think I did see that. I think I did see it. But I think it was um when I seen it, it was referenced to something negative. So I didn't move forward with it. Like I didn't continue learning about it because I pick and choose what the fuck I put in my head then. Mm-hmm. But negatives make a positive. So if you would have continued to look at it, it would have become positive. Maybe. You don't know that. But do you know that? I don't. I'm going to look into it now, and I'm going to figure I'm going to see. I'm going to look into it now, and I'm going to see. But you said he took it to Trump? He took it to both of them because they were both um, running for president. So he <laughs> took it to both of them. Oh, so this was four years ago. No. No. This this is this like, past election. Like oh, election. this election. Yeah, this, this election I'm at, yeah. Okay. Like from the summer. Mm. Okay. And who's these other men he's with? I'm curious. Um, I'll look it up. Y'all don't got to tell me. I'm going to look it up. I know. But what's the name of the proposal? The contract with Black America. (laughs) Yeah, I've never heard. Like, there's no buzz about that. Did you hear about the platinum package? Nope. Contract with Black America and the platinum package. No, the reason I ask that is because that's the one that Trump allegedly said he was going to put out where they were saying that they were reserving X amount of billions of dollars for African Americans when in fact it was for small businesses. Oh, shit. So Trump said that he was going okay the little proposal. Well, he said he took the parts of it that he liked and added it to his platinum package. Oh. Ain't that some shit? And then... That's some some political wording right there. He got good speech writers. Yeah. I've heard him. He said, I took the parts I liked. (laughs) What the Mm -hmm. fuck does that mean? (laughs) All right. So I'm going to... You were talking about the universe and everything. The universe is perfect. It so, is. Going into our final question. Uh, the Capital Carnage crew or the KKK have been getting arrested <laughs> left and right at airports and various places because white privilege made them believe that they were above consequences. So do you believe they will actually be convicted and do significant prison time, or is this hell no, no? But but at the end of the day, they still gonna have. To, I don't think they're gonna get no significant nothing, 
no significant charges, no significant jail time, <laughs> complete slap on the wrist and slap in the face to black people. But the beauty in it is they are now like, how can I explain the beautiful things in it? Like the beauty in it is now you have white families who've never had felons or never had people go to jail, have had people have these, have had, they now have had people had these experiences. Um, now the funds that they were probably using to send to Trump are now being spent on lawyers <laughs> and fucking bail money. Mm -hmm. um, I can make, like, I made a list. It's like a list of good shit that went along with these insurgents storming the fucking Capitol. And it's all beautiful to me. <laughs> like <laughs> fucking um they're losing their jobs and because they participated in this and they lost their job they now won't get a recommendation from their last job which means they probably are going to have a hard time finding employment in the future go figure so <laughs> basically i feel like this is what the law what's it called universal law talks about or the bible it depends on if you're religious is the bible says um the meek shall inherit the earth. The fucking universal law says that um, what goes up must come down. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm so happy. Like, I'm so happy that that happened. Like, you remember? I was, I was like, I was super hyped, and I was happy that it happened. You all remember how hyped and happy I was? Mm -hmm. Like, I just, I seen all of this stuff happening. Like, I could, I knew it. I'm like, they about to get the black experience. Y'all about to have records. Y'all, It's about to be hard for y'all to find jobs. Like, these motherfuckers is already crying and losing their, I tagged y'all on some of the videos. It's fucking hilarious. Mm. They already crying and losing their fucking minds because they can't believe it's real. <laughs> <laughs> but ain't that, ain't that crazy, though, how um, that white Ooh. privilege is a hell of a drug? Because it got them believing that they can't face no consequences. Well, let me play. Let me play the devil's advocate here. The one boy that was there with the um the horns and shit, the raccoon. Yeah, Davy Crockett, whatever. He, his mama was pleading for him. Oh, he can only eat organic food or some shit like that, right? <laughs> And guess what? They end up granting him his wish. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that guess what crazy. that means for all the other prisoners in that prison? Now that he set that precedent. Guess what that means for all the black prisoners in that prison that get access to their lawyer? Guess that. Guess what that means for them? You have to tell me. What he it set the fucking precedent. But you said they're getting, they're getting the black experience. But I'm just showing you how it's they about to change what the black experience is because they're getting it. And anytime they get any little tiny taste out of black experience, they decide. That's when they decide it has to change. Anytime they get oppressed by the government or they get stopped by the cops and profiled or anytime they get discriminated against, anytime they experience it directly, that's when they decide it needs to change. So that's why it's beautiful. What about the instance in which um, the guy that was sitting at Nancy Pelosi's desk 
He went to trial and they said, all right, ROR, see you later. No, he released on own recognizance. That was it. That That's right. Yeah, he got, it, well, he like got probation or something, right? Slaps on the wrist. Like yeah. you originally said, no, nothing's going to come of it. Nothing is. Nothing. But then you just said that nothing via nothing via the justice system. Maybe I should have specified. Nothing via the justice system will come of it. But nobody can hide from karma or universal law. But I'm talking of the justice system. What you're saying is true as far as what you put out there will eventually come back for you. But it's at the same time, it's like you don't know. That could be generations down the line. It don't necessarily hit them. You feel me? But it is because they got to pay for bail. They got to pay for lawyers. And then they got to pay for expungement, just like we do. They have crowdsourcing. Anytime these people do stuff, they have crowdsourcing. Some of them, not all of them. I'm pretty sure if we took some time, we could see that capital, whatever, they're not going to call them insurgents because capital heroes. People who went down there, heroes, bail fund, just like the opposite was happening over the summer where you had black celebrities paying the bail fees for people during the BLM. You know what I'm saying? You're right, Black Lives Matter. You're right. You'll have some white people. But guess what? Now they're spending their money on it. Are they not? And and not even that. You got to think about the other effects. Just like we downplay the other effects, they're also downplaying other effects, mm-hmm. like the psychological effects, the emotional effects, the social effects. First mm-hmm. of all, it's not, it's not even that negatively looked upon in Black communities for you to go to jail. Do you know how negatively it is in a lot of um, prominent white communities? Like, I agree. I agree. So you got to think what that's going to do to those individuals, a part of those types of communities. Like, it's you know how many white white people have become allies just because they don't want to be viewed negatively. Like well, they fake allies; they're not real allies. Yeah. They social media allies, but in their mind, they really still hate us. But they know that it'd be social suicide at, in 2021 to admit that. And then you got the other people, like the Trump supporters who are proud. Like, imagine this. You, you getting $100,000 a year. You're really a Trump supporter. And all your other friends around you who, are, who used to be making $100,000 a year said that they were Trump supporters and then they lost their fucking jobs or they did stupid shit and lost their jobs. Like, if you're smart enough, you're going to jump. You're going to flip. That's if you're dependent. You're going to jump ship. You're going to jump off this ship onto a motherfucking ship that's not sinking. You're going to jump off the fucking sinking ship by any means necessary. So some people have become fake allies. These fake allies going to give it to them. When they in the office or, matter of fact, whatever job they can get, because most of these motherfuckers that got caught lost their jobs. So whatever job they do get now, in their prominent societies or whatever, whatever, their little, 
their little communities or whatever, whatever, they gonna have motherfuckers looking down on them now. Now you're looking down on. You're 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 the one that's being looked down on. It's not the nigger over there anymore. It's you. Because you stormed the Capitol like an animal. (laughs) 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 You know what I mean? White people started groups hating white people. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of white on white crime now. Like, go figure. (laughs) Go fucking figure. They are finally disagreeing. You finally got these group of people disagreeing on shit. It's just, it's just fucking, it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> no, but yeah, that was another um, great episode of the Liberated Mind Show. Um, thank you for joining us. Keep the discussion going, and we'll see you next time. All right. Peace.